This podcast is for the brave hearts, the black sheep, the rebels. If you're willing to face your fears and optimize your time on this planet, you are among friends. This is the Aaron Evans Podcast. Hello and welcome back. I was flipping through some old family photos and I found this picture of 10-year-old me with a shit-eating grin on my face. I'm wearing a purple, pink, orange, yellow floral bathing suit with a hole cut out of the center because my parents wouldn't let me wear a bikini, but for some reason, 10-year-old me wanted the world to see my belly button. And I was reminded of how much fun that summer was. I would run into the water, I would roll around in the sand, I wore my bathing suit every single day, and not once was I concerned about what I looked like or whether it was good or bad. Now, going to the beach for me is kind of daunting, and I know that I'm not alone. Why is it that at a certain age, something switches and we all of a sudden are concerned that our body or our appearance doesn't meet the standard and therefore is something to hide, change, fix? The moment for me it all changed was I was working at a local fair and I was selling meat sticks at a booth and I fell in love with a carny. Hashtag who hasn't? And some boys from school walked by to buy some meat sticks. And I said, I think I'm in love with a carny. And one of the boys said, well, has he seen you not behind the booth? Because I was standing on something because I'm so short, I couldn't see. And in that moment, I was like, oh my God, my height makes me unattractive. Now, likely the boy's intentions were not malicious. We don't know if he had a really bad day. But he learned somewhere that you like someone based on the way that they look. Which brings me to how we learn what beauty is and what we should be attracted to. We have a real warped perception of beauty based on what society tells us. Beauty is young. It's a certain body shape. It's a height. It's thick hair. It's big lips. It is looking a certain way that for a lot of us is totally unattainable. And then what ends up happening is we believe that we are only our appearance. Body image is thoughts and feelings that you have about your body. A poor body image is where low self-esteem starts to slip in, obsessive thinking about your appearance and too much emphasis on weight, size, or shape. How do you know if you are in a spiral or a situation of negative self-image? You are unable to accept a compliment. Your mood is shaped by how you think you look that day. You're constantly comparing yourself. You're posting edited photos And when you talk about yourself, you'll say words like ugly, disgusting, fat, overweight. How does this affect us? We have a poorer quality of life. 
Studies show that when we are consumed with our image, we perform worse in sports and academia. We also prevent ourselves from having fun. We don't go after bigger dreams. We don't wear what we want because we're too concerned that it might not stand up to popular opinion. What are we going to do about it? How do we start to recognize that we are objectifying ourselves by being more concerned about how we're being perceived by the external eye than how it feels to live in this particular home? I love the work of Lindsay Kite. Her and her sister have a company called Beauty Redefined. And what they talk about is that the body is an instrument, it's not an ornament. If we are to create change in the world, be kind, and live a joyful, fulfilling life, It starts first by recognizing that your body and your image is secondary to the light that sparkles behind your eyes. And any obsession and insidious thoughts about your appearance are only going to thwart your progress and stifle your joy. So there are techniques that I've been using to become friendly with my body and to truly savor my moments in this human realm, to get the most out of my life. So the first is to identify challenging thoughts. Become aware of the wolf inside your head that says, you're not thin enough, you've got scars and freckles, you're not beautiful enough, you will never be loved because you don't look a certain way. People are staring at you. You shouldn't wear that. You're too old. So we want to catch the narrative that we are actually saying these awful things to ourselves about something that you didn't get much control over. You didn't choose the color of your eyes or your height. The second is to recognize the underlying motivation for the criticism. So it might be someone else's voice. In grade 10, I had a crush on a boy and I heard him say, Aaron? No, I would never go for her. She's fat. And those words, they rolled around in my head for many years and I I tied that to somebody loving me. How shallow and how insignificant to judge someone based on their physical body. Another thing is, What do you want? What is that critical voice saying to you? Do you want to be stronger? What is its motivation? And is the motivation helpful or is it actually hindering you? The third is to appreciate what your body does. Your kidneys are working without you even having to think about it. The fourth is to focus on positive aspects. I love that I can get up in the morning and walk to the bathroom and not feel stiff. The fifth is to avoid comparison. Have you ever looked at a picture of yourself next to your buddies and and noticed like, oh, so-and-so is taller, stronger, more attractive? Stop doing that. We can't compare people 
We all come from different backgrounds, have different experiences, and the physical body is just how we play in this world. The sixth is to challenge media's portrayals of what beauty standards are. Start to look with a critical eye. Pay attention to what trend you see over and over again. And if your Instagram feed or Facebook or the movies that you watch are all photoshopped, model-type people, maybe you decide that you don't want that in your reality. You unfollow, you stop watching because it's not healthy to see an image of someone who is quote-unquote perfect. The seventh is to hang out with people that are beautiful on the inside. People that are up to big things in the world, that care deeply about you and support your dreams and your visions, the ones that have your back. The eighth is to spend time in your own skin. The best evaluation of health is how you feel. You know what's beautiful is confidence. When someone is able to show up to go for a walk or a hike or watch a movie with you and they feel so good in their skin that you want to be near to them. The ninth, wear clothes that feel good. If you're hanging on to a dress that you wore when you were 20 pounds lighter and miserable, don't even keep those things that remind you of where you once were. And the tenth, perhaps the most important, is acknowledge and appreciate the non-physical aspects about yourself that you love. Your attention to detail, your kindness, the way that you make your child feel good when they're sad, the way that you show up for work ready to give your all. The more we can give ourselves positive accolades for things that are irrelevant to the way that we look, we realize that we are a person first and a body second. As Lindsay Kite says, a woman first, a body second. Beauty is all in the eye of the beholder. You get to decide if you're beautiful and what the word beauty even means. We have to stop giving people feedback on their physical attributes. I'm sick of hearing people say, wow, that girl is such a smoke show. I want to know if that girl has a kind heart. Unplug from the matrix that keeps you staying stuck and small. Your body is a playing field for you to experience life. It's not for someone else to objectify or determine your value based on. This is really important. The work that you do to ensure that you have a positive self-image affects the younger generation. This is not just about little girls. It is boys and trans kids. This is important for people to do good work in the world. Our obsession and and desire to stay young and beautiful forever, it's a billion-dollar industry, and they're preying on our insecurities. Enough is enough. 
An aging person is a person with wisdom. Beauty is in the way a person treats a stranger, their generosity, the work that they do in the world. That got a little ranty, but it really matters. You really matter, not 10 pounds thinner or stronger. You matter because your life impacts my community, your community. I love you a lot. If you liked what you heard, you know the drill. Until next time, notice something about your body that you absolutely love. For me, people used to make fun of my feet. They said they look like uh, Fred Flintstone feet. But what I love about my feet is they're quite thick and I have incredible balance.